Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders. Greetings, Commanders. The show that talks about the universe of Elite and the development of the computer game Elite 4, known as Elite Dangerous. And the fantastic community that surrounds it. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads. A self-contained podcast two hours long. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. It's even louder than me. The hottest show this side of Dizzo. The name of the place. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 430 of Live Radio, the show that likes to talk about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Defire, uh, Chief Archivist of Live Station, otherwise known as Colin Ford. And joining me for the 10th birthday of this show, in the Orange Sidewinder Bar, we have the following. We have Station Commander Alan Stroud. Hello. We have second technician, Chris Fozzer Forrester. Howdy, howdy, howdy. We have our apprentice stunt driver, Alec Turner. I'll jump a bit. Evening all. We have our head of health and safety, Ben Moss Woodward, otherwise known as Commander Edelweiss. Alec, that's my lap. <laughs> oh, that that's... That's that's worrying already. Um, we have our staff liaison officer, Commander Sykit. Oh my God! Hi. <laughs> also joining us, <clears throat> we have the CM of Future Past. <laughs> we have Commander Edward Lewis. Hey, hello, hello, and we we've got the um, we've got our chief bar steward, Commander. Psycho Cow. Hello. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello. 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 <laughs> and finally, last but not least, the CM of Future Present. We have off. <laughs> Hello. Thanks Hello. Glad, glad you could all make it. As you can tell, it is a bit packed tonight. Um, but if you wish, you can join us live. We're hanging out in game at Leave Station, so we've got the Chris Mark Four and Ben walking around the bar, um, trying to be sociable. Feel free to join them. Uh, but if you can't get to us in game, you can join the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through leaveradio.com/live. Click on the on the 
live chat or if you want just to go to Twitch we're at uh, twitch.tv slash live radio or you'll find us on uh, YouTube and Twitter and and Facebook I don't think we're on Mastodon yet I don't think you can it's fine we will we will get on Mastodon eventually probably Mastodon don't do live streaming so not yet not yet they're they're extinct several thousand years ago right Yeah, yeah. I always start with a dinosaur joke. <laughs> it checks out ten years. It wait makes perfect sense. I was going to say for some of us that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so welcome, one and all. This is our tenth anniversary show, uh, which is why we've got everybody on. Which is um, yeah, a bit of a surprise. So uh, what we'll do. It will very quickly go around the crew. <laughs> this is this might take a while. Let's <laughs> see what they've been up to. But we will start with um, oh, any mini miny more. I think we'll start with Commander Psycho Cow. People want to know about bathrooms. Well, I do have them. They exist, and um, it's it's got some tiles in it. <laughs> Again, ten years is it? <laughs> I still remember that, you know, anyone that brings up... Look, I, I brought a, a Canadian over to help, and it nearly killed them. So it, it's... I'm not quite sure what uh, what demonic entity I have to strike a deal with in order to get this done, but I'm going to have to... I think dig deeper is, is the word, but hopefully this summer will be it, the uh, time to finish it, and uh, I've got a good feeling about it. We've got... One and a half walls completed. We need to finish that wall, and then it's only a quarter of the other wall to finish, and that's it completed. <laughs> then it's putting the fittings in. Plumbing's done. Then it's wallpapering, and that'll take probably another 10 years. But, you know, it, it will happen. It will happen. We've got some super exciting stuff coming up in the next couple of days, um, which is with regards to my wife's artwork, and they're launching a, an animated short. Uh, and in four days, three hours and 22 minutes. And uh, you're super excited to see how that looks, actually. Can I jump surprise. in here and derail you straight away and ask about the yeah. choice of wallpaper in a bathroom? <laughs> oh. No. I mean, that just, just seems like an odd choice for, for me. <laughs> well, okay, so it's, it's a wet room. And with Susie being a bit you know, arty and, and very particular. If you bear in mind, it took two years to get the fitting sent out only for them to be wrong. It took another year to get them to give us a refund. Um, <laughs> um, so it's, she picks really awkward. It's got to be, you know, um, uh, antique copper. Uh, so that's the kind of, and I just thought if we leave it long enough and it's just regular copper, surely it'll just end up looking the way she wants it. <laughs> and at that point, I think we're about to find out. And uh, yeah, so the wallpaper is for the wall furthest away from the sort of wet end of the wet room. So it's um, not going to sort of peel quite... off in the steam or... You know, it it's... shouldn't do, no. Okay. We'll ask again in 10 we'll years' time. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> it might be up by then. Okay, Fozzie, since you derailed us, your turn. Ah. Um, yeah, no. I mean, geez, in 10 years, I'm just thinking it's just a bit a bit nuts. But um, my daughter's just had her eighth birthday. So obviously she wasn't born when this craziness kicked off. 
Uh, so that was quite good fun. Went down to London to watch The Lion King, which uh, was totally amazeballs. Uh, and aside from that, uh, in-game, I am cursing Frontier quite loudly about the lack of opinion polls they seem to be dropping for engineering stuff on foot, as I have been to so many tourist places, murdering so many people, and I still haven't managed to get to my Magic 10 in two weeks. So either I suck, or whoever's put my drops in sucks, or the, the King of Randomness sucks. But yeah, that has been taking up far too much of my time. Well, it's been three months for me, Fozza, and I still haven't got all ten yet, so you know. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel slightly better. <laughs> right, Alan. In the interest of remaining popular, I will be brief. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, my mum's been in hospital, so I've just uh, uh, just helped her. She's uh, she came out yesterday, so uh, she won't be listening. But hi, mum. And uh, she's back at home, so we spent today just sorting her out so that she knows what she's doing, uh, and she's she's all good. And and to be honest, she's not too bad anyway. So it, it was observation and monitoring, wasn't anything um, incredibly serious. So uh, so all is good there. So I've literally driven back this evening, picked Karen up on the way. Karen's now downstairs in a meeting, and I'm here. Excellent. Uh, right, I'm losing track of everybody now, so we'll we'll go with uh, Ben. <laughs> Uh, what have I been doing since last week? Uh, nothing very exciting, but we did have lots and lots of fun shooting Thargoids last night. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Uh, and okay. I managed not to puke up in my VR rig. That's another good set. Yeah, I must admit there was a, there was one moment where I'm glad it wasn't in VR because... <laughs> Is that when you, yes. ba- you bounced off the ground? I bounced off the ground and kept on bouncing. That was, that was not pleasant. Mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> right. Um, we will have Commander Turner... Uh, real life, I have had a very quiet week, and uh, in-game I have been racing SRVs around Orange Phoenix's ship launch fighter track, and I found Raxler, but sadly I haven't got time for that. Next. <laughs> oh dear. Um, Psychit? I've been being a fairy in a forest, which was fun, and prepping for my charity D&D Battle Royale thing at the end of, at the, end of the week. Nice. Um, and oh, let's see what our guests have been up to. We'll have Ed first. Hi, Ed. I think he's gone for a cup of tea. No, I was struggling no. to find the mute button. I do apologise. Hello. Um, what was sorry? What was the question? Right. Basically, <laughs> can you can you hear me? Okay. We can hear you absolutely fine. That's very nice to hear because I was worried because you were breaking up a little bit and I was worried that my connection was bad. So I went to check to see if I was downloading anything. And here I am. I'm back in time to answer your question, which was? How have you been and what you've been up to lately? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, 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 I've been very um, boring, actually, and I've just been having a nice, balanced, um, relaxing life of, of reading books and watching movies and going to work and going for walks. It's all been incredibly lovely and calm and uh, uh, nice, to be honest, recently for me. Um, do you want any specifics? No. I, I God, that, God that, I've just realised how much of a dull... I've just realised how much of a dull podcast guest I've become <laughs> in these last couple of weeks. Well, there you go. 
Someone give this boy a biscuit and a cup of tea and we'll come back mm. to it. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure it's just a rich exactly. it's been, it's been a, Look, it's been a while. It'll take me a while to warm up, all right? I've not, I've not done anything like this for, for quite some time. So, so give, give me a moment. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure you give some uh, rich tea to review and, and you'll be fine. <laughs> and I'll be absolutely fine. Thank you. That'll make me feel comfortable. But I'm excited to be here. I'm really excited to be here. And it's really lovely to hear, to hear everybody and, and hear how everyone's doing. And it was really nice when Fozzie said about, like, his... his you know, 10 years ago and, and how his daughter wasn't born and, and like, yeah, it's, it's crazy to think, crazy to think how long ago it actually was. Yeah. But I'm uh, sure no. we're down to that. Uh, yeah. Um, yes. It's, it's certainly feel, making me feel my age. Off. Without, without any spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, we're not going to push you on spoilers. Don't worry. Okay. That's fine. Uh, Cause it doesn't take much for me to give stuff away. Uh, well, since regenerating from Ed, uh, recently, I have got married, which was lovely. Um, so I got married at Christmas. Uh, and then I, w- I was just coming back from a brief holiday away, which is very well deserved. Uh, work is very, very busy. Uh, just planning some very special things for you all. There we go. That's me. Incredible. Tell me more about those things up there. Tell me all <laughs> of the things. Oh, you'll know soon enough. God damn it. God damn it. Congratulations on the wedding! It looked amazing. The pics look lovely, and his pics from the other day. Yeah, I was. It, the, 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 I went for a, a hiking holiday around uh, sort of Dorset area, and it's it was just stunning. We were very lucky with the weather. Uh, it's, if I advise anyone to go there and just 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 enjoy it, it was such a nice break. And um, so I was very very lucky to get uh, a bit a bit of weather. Nearly killed myself in a landslide by going over it and avoiding the signs that say whatever you do, do not try and attempt to cross this landslide. It's very dangerous. And I was like. <laughs> the sign and then nearly died and so uh, don't do that that was Andy <laughs> um, right well, I guess that just leaves me um, uh, shot a lot of Thargoids um, tried to get an Ulthrus actually managed to get two of them which I was quite quite pleased about and um, ooh, I think that's about it really <laughs> you say your life is boring <laughs> my life is just consists of shooting things so um Yes, after after getting everybody in, um, we'll just quickly run through the development news this week. Um, on Wednesday the 15th, again on a Wednesday, so we have a whole week to, to catch up with this, um, Bruce has been asking about our feelings on the Thargoid War. Um, first of all, are we enjoying the Thargoid War? Are we motivated to engage in the gameplay associated with said war? Are we optimistic or pessimistic about humanity's chances to win? And do you, what do you think of the, the direction of the narrative? Um, well, it's fair to say that this, this on the forums got one heck of a lot of traction. Um, I, I think it's best if we, if we just quickly uh, ask... Um, Ed and, uh, sorry, Ed Levice and uh, Psykit and Alec, this one, just quickly. Unless you're involved with the war yet, Fuzzer? Or PsychoCal? Oh, oh, war, war on opinion polls, my friend. He's <laughs> <laughs> so blinking, it's amazing. I know. I am laser focused. I am honestly laser focused. <laughs> I don't even know there's a war going on. Opinion polls. <laughs> Yeah, Gallup's got nothing on him. Anyway, <laughs> I'll, I'll start on. I'll start on this actually. So yeah. I'm personally loving the Thargoid War. Um, I'm doing it when I get a chance to do some pew pew. So personally, I prefer and believe in the the rescue stuff more because 
know, I, I still actually think that humanity are the the scumbags here. Um, it didn't stop you last night. You were. It didn't stop me last night. Bugs but, all know, over the place. Yeah, that, that's just because it's fun. <laughs> it's like that dating advert from ten years ago. What matching um, bugs? Oh, it wasn't there was a remember we had an advert where it was like, and we both like killing thargoids. Oh, I forgot about that one. Oh man, that yeah. is a blast. That is ten years old. <laughs> yes, yeah, some of those adverts are ten years old. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, I, I genuinely hope that if the community don't pull their weights that the bubble will burn, and I really, really, really want to see that happen. Um, <laughs> basically, is that the end that... of David Raven's 10-year plan is the fact that we're all too lazy and then the game just ends? Is, is well, that, no, we, is that we, how it's always to to <laughs> it's, been, it's been done in other games. I've seen that happen before. Yeah, in other well, persist online uh, thingy-bobbers. Stop, stop, don't give them yeah, yeah, don't give, Yeah, that's... This could take forever. Otherwise, the, the narratives um, that the emergent narratives that are available for um, for a defeat uh, mm. are fantastic. They're incredible, and you know, and they create oh, incredibly gotcha. memorable moments for for every player involved in it. Just saying, it make me think of the little house in the prairie where they blow everything <laughs> up in the town. <laughs> I, I'm thinking Battle oh, Beyond the Stars. To be fair, or um, you know, if you want to go back in your science fiction uh, literature, Battle yeah, Beyond the Stars. Battle that was James. Didn't James Cameron actually do the special effects for that? Uh, well, George Peppard was in it as well, you know, yeah. from, from the A-team. Mm-hmm. And John Boy, John Boy Walton, wasn't he in it? Yeah, yeah that's when everybody was trying to get on the, the Star Wars bandwagon. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. I do want to ask Fozzer a quick question. Oh, God. One of the things that people were saying in this thread was they feel like they owe humanity to go in there and fight the Thargoids. Um, now, obviously, you don't seem to give a monkey's about that, Fozzer, <laughs> or do you? No, no, I'll get there. Just, you know, as soon as I find these last few opinion polls, I'll be, I'll be right there. I'll be, I'll, I'll be out fighting. But, yeah, yeah, just at the moment, I'm just a bit busy, that's all. Fair enough. <laughs> Start looking through um, other people's fleet carriers. You'll be surprised what you find there. What? Yeah, you can, don't, you can. don't tell me there's an easy way of getting these damn things and what I've been doing for the last two weeks. I don't want to hear it. He's got a lot for you, by the way, Foz. I know. I've, I've, I've definitely got, got at least one. Podcast. I've definitely got at least one spare that I could give to you. It's not a problem. <laughs> yes, I there are. I could probably have done ten. I think I've probably got ten spare. Zip it. I... Zip it, Nadash. Nope. <laughs> Oh, you can, you can just hear you hear the sound of Foz's soul just cracking slightly. Okay, move on, move on. <laughs> New topic, please. Psychic um, and Alec. I mean, what's your opinions? Are you are you enjoying the war? Well, it's psychic. It's daft to yeah, ask because I know you're. you're, you're it's it's provided me with months of content. It's amazing. I don't know what to do. I'm just going to work on a war and it's fine. Um, we did talk last week about doing a big deep dive into um, like Thargoid Maelstroms and all of that kind of thing um, this week because I'd forgotten that it was going that this week was our 10th anniversary and we'd got all of these other folks in here with us. Um, and um, it feels inappropriate to do that <laughs> for, for some reason. I can't figure out why, but um, yeah, I'm loving the war. 
maybe we can do a big deep dive next week instead. Yeah, well, hopefully we might be able to deep dive anyway, as we'll all come across hey! on the news. Hey, see? See what I did there? And loving your work, Colin. Well done, yeah. well done, mate. Smooth and professional, that's what Ten I like. years it. in the making, that's what that is, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Alec, your turn. Yeah, uh, on the questions, am I... Uh, yes, I am. Yes, I am. I am optimistic, and I like the direction of the narrative. What I did want to say was I think... The forum thread itself is a bloody good read, actually. I um, I haven't been back to it today, but I had caught up and I'd read every single post. And I sort of recommend it. It's fascinating. I mean, some of the answers you won't like. Uh, I think there's particularly quite early on a couple of pages, quite a lot of negativity. But, you know, I think it's, yeah, I think it's a really good read. And um, I would be fascinated to know how Frontier will summarise it, which I assume they will, in some sort of internal presentation, and, and what they will take away from it and change, because, yeah, it's, a, it's fascinating. I almost suggested it as a show topic, um, that we pretend we are going back to the sort of, you know, the frontier board to make a presentation on this forum thread and suggest three possible improvements. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not easy. It's a good read. I recommend it. That's, that's my takeaway from that forum thread. Well, I'm going to ask, I, I'm going to be, I'm, this doesn't mean to be cheeky off, but I am curious to how. I'm curious to how it feels on the other side when you, when you see, I mean, personally, when I was going through that thread, it did seem that a lot of it was positive, a lot more positive than things have been for quite a while. I mean, okay. did, did you guys feel. I don't know, justified or or uh, sort of elated that it's gone down so well. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 always good to see that an idea you have because to be to be totally honest, this isn't wasn't a thing like we did uh, didn't sit in a meeting one day. You know what? Let's just uh, set the galaxy to war. This took months and months and months and months of planning, like way, 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 way back. Um, and I'll be honest, like, and the people don't generally don't believe me when I say this, but like, there's you can see strings of this way back to Adamaster. There's there's strings of like there's lots of stuff we do is like testing the water, see how people react to stuff, and is there interest in this? And then we make a decision like this is where we have to get to. What will they do? How will they react to it? What will they cause? And there is make no mistake, there's always a risk to doing something as big as this that players just don't like it. But it's it's we were confident that this was a very exciting thing for players to be involved in. Elite's one of those games that's been around for so long now, nine and a bit years of actual from general release, um, or 10 years obviously next year. Um, and yeah, this is a seminal moment in Elite's history that we're building for and around, and we want the players involved in it. So yeah, really pleased to see players are positive and the, the, the thread is really helpful for us because, and Bruce does a great job of collecting that sort of information. And he'll keep doing it um, and going back and just assessing what people really like, what they don't like, um, and feeding that back to the development team to see what's, what, what we're cooking up for you all next. <laughs> so, yes, short answer. Very happy. Very happy to see people are happy. Excellent news. Um, I, don't, I don't suppose, Ed, have you been following this at all? or um, it, it... I, I, Of course, it's been impossible for me to not follow Really Dangerous is journey over the last um five years it was 2018 when you know i had my last i did the last live stream in it from you know the office in cambridge and oh my god and five I, years 
Yeah, well, 2018, it was the end of 2018. It was December 2018, yeah. So it's been four, ye- four years and a couple of months, um, which is a long time, yeah. It's, it's, actually been, it's been a long time. This is the first time that I've kind of come on to talk about Lee Dangerous. And it's been, it's been interesting because, obviously, like I'm looking, I'm watching Burn now and, and seeing him flying around. Obviously, I've been keeping up with all the news because I care about video game news, generally, broadly speaking. But it's... Um, it's been fascinating to watch. It's, of course it has. And it's been a, a relief as, as well in a, in a lot of ways because when you are so engaged in it and so interested in absolutely everything, everything all the community are doing and every single little tiny thing the dev team are introducing and working really closely with them to to help the community understand what it is that's going in and why it's going in and doing and why that's happening... It's uh, well. There's a few things. Um, I, of course, I saw the, the 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 ups and downs as any any game of that age or that with that amount of length of time it's been out for is going to go through, right? And, and change of community and change of, of, of the guard, change of dev team, and change of all sorts of stuff like that, and change of direction. And and so I saw the ups and downs, and it was uh, it was um, it was interesting to watch because I really care about that that dev team, and I really really felt close to the community. And so I have to say, it's. In short, sorry. In short, um, I was speaking to a friend earlier the day. You may uh, know him as Jack Little, um, and he and he was. Uh, uh, they were very, very positive about the recent changes that have come in. And I have to. I'm listening to to Arf as well. Just talking now. It's 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 wonderful that 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 has carried on in terms of that that amount of attention and that amount of detail that goes into communicating with everybody. So uh, I don't know if I really answered your question, but. Um, it's yeah, it's it's really cool. It's 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 great. It's great to see, and um, I, and I'm sure it's gone from strength to strength to strength. And I'm just, yeah, glad to have had my little part of it. Four years, like I say, four years and two months ago when it finished. So yeah, I can't believe that. Exci- exciting, yeah, crazy. Oh wow! Uh, this is probably going to be um, one of those shows where you just feel so old. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also want to say as well, because I hear you not Arthur talk as well. I do. I, I <laughs> this is gonna. This is like community managers basically having a love in here. But um, uh, I, I ask. Of course, I sneakily ask people. I go, yeah, but are there any good? Are the, are the team any good? Are the community managers have go, Oh yeah, and, and people are always speak very, very fondly of you. So I do want to say that as well. So there you go. That's that's the one compliment. That's very kind. I <laughs> think a lot of people will have some money to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. it's lovely to see, and it's not like I have any ownership of it, but of course I have a pride in it, and I and I had a pride in it at the time. It was it meant a lot to me, and and everything you know, and uh, uh, and it's interesting going back and talking about it for so long ago because. It, 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 and that the passionate community is still here and still doing it. It's, it means a lot, and it feels. It feels really cool. So again, thanks again for inviting me back. That, that's not you a long problem. enough. I would have come sooner, but you didn't invite me for four years. Oh, I'm joking. <laughs> see, see um, Ed said at the start he wasn't going to be very good at podcasts because, of course, you know, he not done it for a while, and that's him done. There you go. You can see he's, you know, he's he's put all his work into about five minutes worth of talking, and you know, now he's exhausted. He's sitting yeah, there in yeah, his chair, just just hot towels. And, it's also uh, you know, nice not to. I have to say as well, I was kind of grinning when the hard questions were coming for Arthur. I was grinning. I was like, yes, I don't have to ask that. I don't have to answer this question. <laughs> I felt really good about it. I was like, brilliant, not for me. <laughs> so I'm sticking around to watch more of that. <laughs> 
you basically we will pass you a bowl of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can munch away. Uh, right. Um, well, so overall, uh, I think. Uh, yes, as Alex says, um, I would recommend reading the or even contributing to the uh, Thargoid War um, forum thread because actually it's, as Arthur said, it's always useful to get feedback and um, yeah, it's always it's also a good read to get everybody's opinion on that one. Um, we've had the wonderful Galnet news roundup uh, from Paul, um, the, the king necromancer, I do believe he is. Um, I do wonder whether or not there are a whole load of undead people walking around. <laughs> Bad enough. He will really appreciate that title, by the way. <laughs> what, King of the Undead? Yes, he will be, be a big fan of that. Yeah, I mean, Psychic thinks he's a lich, but... Uh... And he's a lich king! <laughs> it's it's lich important king. to remember he is the lich king um, overlord. You've got to pay, pay respects. I will find his phylactery one day. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> Yes, um, yeah, warn him. <laughs> warn him off. It's fine. I, I keep Paul on my good side because he's a master of the dark arts. So he's one person in the team that you don't, don't upset because, you know, on a way to. He knows Anna Kavada, does he? All right, fair enough. He knows a lot of stuff, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, the uh, Galnet News Roundup, as provided by Paul, is uh, is available. And also there was the Discovery Scanner that happened yesterday, um, of course, with uh, uh, announced by Sally. Sally was... Um, I, th I think we've got a message from Sally that we'll play later. But, um, yeah, we're, discuss we're discussing a couple of the issues that uh, have been... Have, have risen uh, and been marked off as fixed. It looks... Uh, like the mission bug that caused problems over Christmas that has been resolved. And they went into a great deal of uh, explanation about when the tick happens um, on uh, <laughs> on the BGS, which um, it's like it, um, I must admit. Hey, what up? Uh, as you're a BGS uh, expert, was that helpful? Um... <laughs> You're putting me on the spot here. Um, um, I'm, I'm sh I, I haven't looked at the BGS in a hot it's second. Like say yes, and then we can move on. Sure. <laughs> I haven't looked at it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a little bit detached at the moment. My apologies. I'll, I'll look at it. I'll give you feedback next week. <laughs> Excellent. Fair enough. Too busy shooting bugs. <laughs> uh, right. Well, um, as far as the development news, that's it until... Um, Arthur and Company spill the beans <laughs> this Thursday <laughs> when there's there's more uh, Frameshift Live. Is it yourself after presenting, or um, have you managed to get Bruce the backstabber out? It's Sally and I uh, this Thursday. Um, so and we also have a guest on a developer guest. Uh, so I, I can probably share that with you now. Uh, we've got Tom Kuehl is coming on to talk about some subject matter. Um, which I don't necessarily want to spoil. Um, it's not. It's not like content content but it's interesting stuff so tom will be on with sally and i on thursday as opposed to actual content and when you'll have news for that um i'll be soon <laughs> yeah march is soon i'm not going to get in trouble today i've had a long day i can't get myself in trouble by saying when i'm going to be talking about it but it's coming obviously we know we've got another update coming uh we're working towards it uh in april which we've mentioned uh, it's a doozy can I just you say that I'm annoyed I, I didn't I didn't come up with Frameshift Live. 
<laughs> all the time I was working at Frontier. It's a good one. I don't, Hi, know it? I don't know whose idea that was. That may have been, it, I want to say it was Paul, but it may have been Bruce. And I don't like to give Bruce any form of feedback, so I'm going to say it was Paul. <laughs> what, was, what was the name of the, the shows that you came up with in Ed? Was it? Well, you, you've, <laughs> this, is, this, is just, this is just me getting to brag now. Um, Discovery Scanner, you just mentioned it. I remember coming up with that one. We had the, um, it was because a, a, we had like the t-shirts to go along with it as well. I've still got those, which are really cool. <laughs> Uh, and the other one was, of course, the very oh, God, narcissistically named Educating Ed, uh, which I, which was my favourite series to do. But um, yeah, yeah. But Friendship you, Live is a good one. You feigned in ignorance and were schooled on the game. Are you kidding? It was there was no feigning happening there. It was absolutely. I was just I was flailing around trying to keep up, uh, but it was it was really fun. Excellent. But yeah, Frame Shift Live's a great one. So yeah, well done. Okay, um, let's let's quickly uh, summarise the in-game events or Galnet news which has happened this week. Well, on Thursday the 16th, uh, news was announced that the Thargoids have devastated or devastating the Witch Head uh, Nebula. Um, the the um, the pansies are basically hammering the poor people in the witch head and the, they're either running away or, or basically dying, which is, is always, always nice. Um, <clears throat> yes. Uh, on Friday the 17th, Princess Ashling Duval um, has acknowledged that there's been difficulties with uh, speaking out over ages. Uh, and yes, it was an interesting uh, read on that because it looks like the emperor herself has has basically won so if something goes wrong with Aegis that she can blame Princess Ashling but if something goes right with Aegis she can say oh I can take all the credit so uh, well played her majesty eh? Uh, and on finally on on Monday um, the Maelstrom protection uh, technology starts to undergo testing well uh, yes, and in this case, Admiral Tanner himself has decided to be the guinea pig. He is going to be flying a ship into a maelstrom with this, testing this new technology. And uh, we wish him well and hope he doesn't fry. Uh, tell that to Commander Jameson. <clears throat> yes, so uh, that is the in-game events, which leads us to uh, what time of the week is it? In the bi-weekly newsletter, here come paint jobs for your art. In the bi-weekly newsletter, here come paint jobs for your art. A store alert, a store alert, a store alert, a store I hope so. <laughs> well, welcome back. Now, the um, the store alert this week, um, I will actually hand over to Ben here because the Imperial Cutter has had some wonderful skins added to it. And he is, as we all know, he is a fan of the Imperial Cutter. So, Ben, 
What did you think? Uh, yeah, it's it takes a lot to make me swap out my Lavecon skin. Um, thank you, Grant. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean the the Lavescon skin remains the bestest ever skin for the cutter and for many ships. But my God, I love these Celtic ones that we've got. Um, and I think you, yeah, I was well, I I, I kind of had to go off and get myself the, I think it was the Celtic bronze, the the Vanguard bronze one. Um, and I it's it just looks so nice and oh. Oh, is, can I, you can say no answer to this. I don't know. Is this one of the things that the upgrade to the Elite Engine has allowed us to have, or do you um, not? Can, can we say that? To be honest, I, I, I don't. I don't necessarily know. I know this. A lot of this is at a hand. In uh, shout out to Chris Gregory, uh, the art director, because he's taking a, a close look at some of the the skins that are going in. Because um, we've given some feedback from which we take from the community, and we, we pass in, and he he was very keen to push this sort of stuff through. So. This is one of Chris's little designs that he's popped out. Yeah, because the, the stuff <laughs> seems so much more detailed that we're getting now mm-hmm. than we did with previous seasons of Elite. And it yeah, looks I mean, absolutely uh, beautiful. Yeah, I'll, I'll pass it back. I don't want to say it's because of the, the new upgrades to the engine, although it certainly makes it a lot easier. Mm. Excellent. I mean, um, I don't have an Imperial Cutter, unfortunately. Um uh, if we got this on the clipper, I know I'd be, I'd be buying them left, right, and centre. But uh, well. would you mind if you got any uh, opinion polls to give me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got nine Fozzer, but I need them all. <laughs> um, wow. Right. Uh, what about you, Alec and Psychic? I was just going to chip in and say I I don't have a cutter either. I don't even have the rank to get a cutter. <laughs> but this skin has motivated me to achieve both because I bloody love it. It's fantastic. Gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they're beautiful. They're really beautiful. What I really like more than anything is seeing um, uh, uh, permit lock ships and rank lock ships getting a little bit of love, which gives my little Corvette loving heart hope <laughs> noted psychic noted cheers off cheers off well, after you've done your chieftain after you've got a chieftain one would you I mean, mind just whacking a corvette in that'd be great of, it's the chieftain the greatest ship in the game so well, one would disagree well the corvette would be great i was in a chieftain last night si i think what were you you were in a crate weren't you colin of course uh, i was in a crate yeah chris was in his chieftain there was a lot of chieftains representing in the AX stuff last night. Chieftains yes. are really good for AX, though. So. Yeah, well, that's the that's what they're for, isn't it? It's the recommended build, isn't it, on the AXI website? I think it's that sort of entry level recommended AXI build. Love the chieftain. My memory actually of the chieftain, I believe Ed might have actually been on stage when the, the chieftain was first shown. I'm sure, you were on stage and they had some artwork of the chieftain behind you. And I was, that's when I fell in love with the Chieftain. So, oh. there you go. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I probably was. What, can you remember what event it was? It was the one at the London... I keep forgetting the name of it. Um, um, the Frontier Expo. Um, that was the yeah, crate, wasn't it? Yeah. Say again, sorry. It was the crate for, at the Frontier Expo, I thought, wasn't it? I'm sure it was some artwork, and they showed the Chieftain cockpit. Mm. And I was like... Because I remember it looking like the Master Chief from... Hmm. Uh, from Halo, and I was like, "Oh wow, 
Mm-hmm. I really liked the look of it. I can't, I'm sure it was there. We looked at, I may have got the, the dates wrong. I was, I was but a boy, but it was many years ago when, when I saw it and I was just like, I fell in love with it there. And then I was like, that's the ship for me. I didn't care what it did. I didn't care if it was just a hauler at the time. Cause I think I, you only showed the, um, at the front end of it. Um, and I was like, yeah, I want the ship. Yeah. I think, it, I think actually you might've been right. I think we did the, um, the, you know, like the box, the gray box view of it as well. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I'll have to Google it, but I know you did show the crate and you did the the wireframe of the crate and you showed it as in like and here it is now sort of reimagined. I'm sure I'm probably wrong. I'm probably just you know how you make oh, things together. Um, and I was sure you showed some artwork of the the, the chieftain, but I'm probably wrong. I can't I can't remember. Can you imagine uh, the 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 actual um, story of Arth now realizing that the ship he originally fell in love with was actually the crate and not the chieftain? <laughs> <laughs> the twist at the end of that story definitely wasn't. That is one hundred percent a villain origin story I've ever I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to clear this up. I don't hate the crate. Right, it's a fantastic <laughs> ship. I am just sick of seeing it everywhere. <laughs> everywhere I turn, it's a crate. Um, and they are a wonderful ship. Yeah, I, I understand what you mean, Alf, because basically any time that I wanted to do a bit of PvP, everybody was in a Ferdelance. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I had hopes that the, the Mamba would actually be able to hold it, its own against the Ferdelance, but it doesn't seem to have done that, even though it, I think it kind of... I can't make up my mind which I, li- I like the looks of better. But um, uh, yeah... I know, I know exactly what you mean. It's like you've got being oversaturated with crates. Yeah, yeah, but they, they are a great ship, and that's why so many players have them. They are, mm. they are, they're an incredible ship. But I just, uh, just, that's you, and that's become a bit of a meme for me. When, when I think when people know I'm about, it's a crate gets uh, gets brought out. Uh, yes, and uh, oh. One thing that we have to, to say that, thank you, Arf, but Frontier has been super crazy kind and given us 10 Blizzard Star paint jobs to give away to our podcast listeners. Um, to get one, Alec has done yet another Spot the Difference competition, which we'll be sharing on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Mastodon and the forums. Uh, and the first 10 entries uh, to get all 10 differences, they will get one of these wonderful Blizzard um, yellowy skins. And there definitely are 10 this time. I've made no mistakes. I've double-checked my work. <laughs> I love the fact it was Darren that pointed it out. <laughs> yeah, bastard. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Right, well, you will be able to get them for the Asp Explorer, the Anaconda, the Python, and the Cobra Mark III. And in addition, we do have Twitch drops happening right at this moment. I think. Do we? Mm-hmm. Yep, we do. We uh, does. E- excellent. Yeah, excellent. Uh, so, yes, you'll be able to get get certain ship skins from there. So, I think we will take a, a advertising break and then come back with our main discussion slash reminiscent slash I don't even know what I just said then. Right. Adverts, please. <laughs> Reminition. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like that. Get ready. L A V E Radio. New from Azimuth Biotech. It's Tickle Me Thargoid. <laughs> 
Huckleby Thargoid is fun for all the family. Teach your little anti-Xeno commander the difference between an Orthrus and a Cyclops, a Basilisk, and a Medusa. Count my hearts. One, two, three, four. It's a Cyclops. Teach them their weakness and how to exploit them. Now rip out the hearts. One by one. I don't want to. Do it. Using the tool. Do it. Now stomp on its face. Smash its face in. I've got them. Tickle Me Thargoid. Available now from branches of Lave Toy Depot and other retailers. We all know what it's like. You're busy managing your settlement when suddenly the alarms go off. Oh no, not again. That's right. A commander with a Federation naval rank of Admiral, an Imperial King no less, has landed in a ship worth over 100 million credits and is killing all your staff while they look around for a 10 credit adhesive to glue an upgraded scope to their 100,000 credit assault rifle. They fly away with their super glue and you're left with a problem. How are you going to get your agricultural plant back up and running? How am I going to get my plant up and running? How are you going to find staff at short notice? How am I going to find staff at short notice? How are you going to deal with all those bodies? There's bodies everywhere. And they've stained the carpet. Wonder no longer. Call Ari's Crime Scene Cleanup Services. Hello, I'm Ari. Prairie's mine. After a sudden increase in robberies and murders by commanders since 3307, I've gained valuable expertise in cleaning up bodies, recruiting new staff and restocking stationary lockers. Now you can benefit from my experience by signing up to our Crime Scene Cleanup Service subscription plan. That's right. For only a small monthly fee, when your settlement alarms are activated, our rapid response cleanup crew will be dispatched, along with our patented Cadaver Scoop 150. The Cadaver Scoop 150 can be mounted to surface reconnaissance vehicles and skimmers to make tidying up your settlement a breeze. Wow, the bodies are gone. Our recruitment team has potential new employees on standby across the galaxy, ready to fill your vacant roles in security, logistics, administration, processing, and more. My plant's operational again. Thanks, Aries Crime Scenes Cleanup Services. Aries Crime Scene Cleanup Services. We'll have your settlement as good as new before the next ship arrives. Cadaver Scoop 150 disposal bags sold separately. I spend so much time in my Imperial Trader, I find it really hard to meet people. I mean, when do you get the time to go to bars when you're taking on courier jobs for the military? But with venusdating.com, it was so simple. I just put in my personal details and they found me my perfect match. I really thought it would be difficult, but Venus Dating made it so simple, with so much in common. We both like movies, walking along the beach at sunset. Browsing imperial shipyards. And of course, since we started dating, we've discovered that we both really love... (laughs) Shooting (laughs) Shooting Thargoids. 
Let your voyage begin with venusdating.com for every first encounter. Lave Radio, broadcasting to every corner of the galaxy. Well, welcome back. And as you might have gathered, it is our 10th year anniversary. Happy birthday to us. And, well, we thought we'd just um, uh, just summarize what we've done over the last 10 years. And it turns out we've done a lot. Um, so far, uh, the number of episodes on our feed are 527. That's 895 hours, 23 minutes and 15 seconds uh, of radio for your listening pleasure. Um, <laughs> Torture, I think, is what you'll find, but yeah, go on. <laughs> We've got uh, 435 episodes of Lave Radio itself, not just 430, there's double episodes everywhere else. Um, that's 818 hours. Oh, jeez. Um, we've got Fuzza, you're, you've got nine Conclave episodes. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And of course, the number of Retro-Lave episodes is 11. <laughs> anyway, it's coming back. It's coming back. Watch um, the space. Uh, it's been ben, coming back for nine years. Ben, it wouldn't be calm retro down. if it was here. You know. Ben, <laughs> calm down. Calm down. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the Retro-Lave. They were fun. I did. They were good fun. Yes. Uh, the n- number of writers interview episodes we've got are 18. I think they were quite busy with that then, Alan. Did I do them all? I, I don't no, think I did. No, you didn't do all of them. We, yeah, we interviewed you off one of them, so, you know, yeah. you can't interview yourself. <laughs> um, and we've had quite a few hosts. We've got Fozza, who's the Chris Mark 1. Uh, we've got Alan. Jarvis, the Chris Mark II, uh, the fantastic John Stabler. We have Psycho Cow, myself, Ben, uh, John Richardson, who did a lot of stuff with the data slate with Alan. We've had John Virgo Crash, uh, Lisa Vu, uh, Kurgle, Alec, Shan, Psychic, Souverine, Doctor Toxic, and Chris G. Yeah, yeah, so Chris, yeah. yeah, this is the Chris Mark Zero. That's a Chris Mark Zero. Yes, and of course we've got um, the Chris Mark Four who helps do tech for us quite a lot as well, but he's not. He, he's just running around having fun with Ben tonight. So um, we'll just turn this quickly over to Alan and, and Fozza. Um, after 10 years, did you think it... Did you realise what madness you've unleashed? <laughs> Yeah, we we had a ten year plan, didn't we? No, no, no. Somebody else had a ten year plan. No, um, we. Oh, I don't know. I mean, Alan will be able to talk to, but we'd never really thought, especially not after the first few episodes that we put together. We, I'm not sure any of us had any sort of idea about what sort of longevity the the show was going to have. Um, all in all, because I have to say that the first few episodes, and Alan will testify this, they were rocky. I mean, they were they were absolutely rocky. I mean, Chris uh, G was the first the first podcast host, um, and it was his idea to put it all together. And literally, we all sat down: John, Alan, Chris, myself, and and Chris Jarvis. And we opened mics, and we just had this wall of wall of silence as we just couldn't figure out how to, how to actually put one foot in front of the other and get this thing going. Um, so we did record our very first episode that you will never be able to find because it was relegated to uh, to a bin and shall never be found. 
because uh, it was dreadful. Um, and then Chris decided to step aside um, just because, yeah, it was much harder than we thought, and, and we took it from there. So I think, you're being, I think you're being very generous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so my, my recollection of that evening is, is slightly different, but um, sure, it, it, basically we did the, the first episode, we did talk and talk and talk, and then you kind of realised afterwards that the reason that we were talking and talking, because Foz, myself, and John didn't know each other, and Chris Jarvis mm. joined the second episode, so he wasn't there. But um, we didn't know each other. And um, so we were just chatting and kind of waiting for Chris Gavin to start. And then he did kind of pull us all together to start. And then there was silence. And then his line was, sorry, guys, I, I, I just don't know. I, I can't. I, I don't know. And so bless him, he basically corpsed and, and you know, he'd, he'd set all this up and, you know, by talking to us and then gone, actually, I don't know how to host. I can't do that. So Foz then stepped into the breach, did that. And Chris had still promised that he was going to edit it, but he'd agreed to share the files with John. So we waited a few weeks and um, uh, so a couple of us messaged Chris and he was like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's on the way. I'm getting on with it. And John then messaged no, you're not. Nothing's nothing's changed. These files have not been not been touched. No one's touched these files. Yeah, yeah, I'll get it done. You know, and we got that for a couple of weeks, and eventually we realised this isn't going to happen unless we we kind of restart. So uh, Chris Jarvis had been my university friend, so I I sort of said, "You up for doing something like this?" And he went, "Yeah, okay, sounds great." And we we got in together and recorded what is episode two, um, but. <laughs> But the interesting thing, were you saying it was a bit ropey? Yeah, basically, we just sat of an evening and just laughed. Yeah. You know, we sat there for hours Too many. just laughing because we all got on really well. And so we weren't really kind of focused on it being a podcast. We were, fo we were kind of sitting there going, well, we're doing a podcast, but no one's going to want to listen to this because we're just laughing about stuff. And um, I, I, Yeah, go on, Alan. Yeah. Go on, sorry, you were going to say. No, I was going to say, we were, we were exceptionally passionate about it, and it, it was nice. I mean, as Alan says, we didn't know each other, but we did have this one wonderful thing in yeah. common, which was, you know, our love of Elite and growing up and playing it. And at the time, if you think about it, we, we had the Kickstarter, but the only place, we didn't have forums at that point, uh, the only thing we had at the beginning was, believe it or not, the, the comments thread on the actual Kickstarter campaign itself. And if you go back and have a look at the Elite Dangerous um, you know, Kickstarter campaign, the comment page is still live, and it was, it was hundreds, if not maybe a thousand pages long of people commenting about why they were excited about the game and you know, their memories of it and you know, what they did when they were growing up and who they used to play with and what sort of missions they used to run through in their head. And you know, It was a horrible, horrible interface to try and have you know, ongoing dialogue about, um, about the game. But people were so passionate about Elite uh, that they, they stuck in there and you know, there was just comments and comments and comments. You'd go away, make a cup of tea, and then you'd be five pages behind. Everybody was so excited about it. So there was, 
Yeah, it, there was obviously passion out there. There was obviously a need to for people to talk about the game, and you know, from there, you know, the idea of the podcast was born. And we did then have the forums, and we had the wonderful, you know, wonderful, maybe cringy, the DDF, the Design Decision Forums, and stuff like this. And the, it was just great. It's not like now where you've actually got devs giving you information. It was literally just four <laughs> friends talking and speculating wildly about what they thought was going to be in this game. Loading the game that you were building in your head. Yeah, can I can I ask what what you talked about in those first that first couple of episodes? Like, did you have like a plan, or did you just think let's just chat about what we like about the original Elite and well, like no, I mean, speculate? It, we, we, there was a lot of speculation, but there was also don't forget with the Kickstarters. Yeah, it was a Kickstarter to fund a Kickstarter to fund a Kickstarter because we had yeah. all of the all of the writers. I remember it. Yeah, all of the writers then had their sort of uh, Kickstarters to try and. You know, buy licenses to write their own stories that were going to be part of the official canon. And so we've got these writers' interviews. And you know, Alan, you know, went off and wrote a fantastic piece. And it was it was great to be able to bring the community together around all the Kickstarters and the stuff that was going on, you know, the metaverse outside the Kickstarter. Um, so there was that, and then there was stuff that was coming through from the likes of, you know, um, Michael Brooks was really good on toilet, telling us what sort of stuff was going through. We had some pictures, and at that time, it was, it was you know, ship porn, it was station porn, it was you know, all the pictures that we could possibly get from the devs. It was something excited to grab hold of and, you know, and talk about and speculate how the game was going to, uh, was gonna come out. You could get a two-hour show out of one picture of a limpet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I mean, at that starting point, you know, we had, we obviously we were starting to do some of the background material as well, mm. Michael and I, and so we had a little bit there. And I, I was, I tried to be careful. You know, I don't know how careful I was. I'd have to listen back. But you know, you try to be careful in terms of not sharing other people's conversations and you know, sort of design choices and stuff. But, you know, we were playing with, in some respects, we were playing with all the the kind of foundational bones because we were sitting and and sort of talking about what we liked. And it turned out a lot of people were listening and emailing us and saying either they agree or they didn't agree or, you know, but we we were talking about the things that were on their mind as well. So, of course, that almost meant it became a bit of a lightning rod you know you you had you had information coming back that that sort of gave a sense of what people were interested in who who maybe didn't want to you know post on a um on a kickstarter page and and later a forum or their posts were lost you know we we could highlight them we could we could kind of spotlight them at different times can i ask the original hosts a question while while we're on this subject i I apologize I apologise, Psychic, because I'm stealing this directly from you and the and the wonderful, wonderful Flight Assist podcast. I have to ask, if you guys, the original host, could go back in time with what you know now and give yourselves one bit of advice, what would it be? <laughs> about the show itself? Yeah. Um, Gosh. And about hosting a show, and I pr- probably don't do it. <laughs> no, well, I don't know. So, um, uh, we spent, especially in the early days, we spent a lot of time. I say we, mainly, mainly Stabler, spent a lot of time in the editing room because, as Alan said, we sat and we talked. You know, we sat and we talked for like four hours, and then we just gave all the files, all the recordings, back to Stabler and say, "Right, here's the show. Go and edit it." Yeah, and, yeah. And he literally, bless him, he 
he would painstakingly go through it and make us all sound from vegetable. There would be no ums, there'd be no kirkings, there'd be, yeah, it would all be really, really slick. But bless him, it took him the best part of a week of listening to nothing but Alan, Chris, and myself's voice rabbiting on about what we did that day and then talking a little bit about Elite and then talking about what we did the last week and stuff. And yeah, so I would. The move to go uh, live, and it wasn't an easy one for us because, you know, we wanted to keep the the quality high and we wanted to always keep that air of professionalism about it. You know, we didn't really (laughs) want people seeing behind the curtains that we were completely stumblers and we completely found her. And, you know, the host never had the show notes printed out on time and all this sort of stuff. You know, but actually going going live, I think, was probably a really good move for us because it took the stress levels down, you know, in terms of that post editing stuff. It took their stress levels down such a lot. What do you reckon, Alan? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I I struggled with the going live, to be honest. In that, um, yeah, I, I I completely agree with what you were saying about you know, being a perfectionist about the editing. So I did I did a couple of them to to kind of sub in to John. Um, and I'm I'm a dreadful editor in that I am so looking for every um, looking for every bit, and trying to cut it and cut it and cut it, and and I kind of struggled to adjust to the fact that people didn't mind if I wasn't quite as erudite and machine gun like in my verbosity as um, <laughs> the podcast maybe maybe said that you know that I was. Um, I, I mean, in terms of regrets, I mean, I, I don't think. I mean, it, it's a tricky one. I've got a, a very very sort of. I, I I'd say I have a bit of an up and down relationship with everything that's happened in in different times mostly up you know and i'm not you know i'm not here to to kind of go on to the the downs too much but the you know there were downs and they were tricky downs um but if i look back what i do now i would never do if i hadn't kind of done a leap if i hadn't had the involvement that i had if i hadn't done the things that i'd done you know i wouldn't be doing what i do now i mean um you know i work as, as some of you know, I work as a researcher for the Ministry of Defence looking at um, what's going to happen in the next 100 years. I get science fiction writers to discuss directly with um, with UK government about the challenges we're going to face in the next century. I mean, that, you know, that's my profession now. And, you know, I mean, it, every time I, I kind of describe it, people go, that's weird. And I go, that's really weird, but exciting. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And that's, you know, part of that is is what we did here. So, yeah, you know, I mean, you can kind of look back and go, well, maybe if we stepped this way rather than that way, or if maybe if I'd emailed that person and not that person or whatever. But, it, you know, it's kind of all all a wash, really. And, you know, if you, you figure out where you are standing in 2023 and you look back in 2013 and go, well, it's pretty cool. It is. Excellent. Um, right, we're gonna we're gonna move it on a little bit further now. Um, <laughs> this one, this shouldn't get people talking. Uh, well, first of all, the our, our two guests. Uh, we'll start with Ed. When when did you become aware of Lave Radio? Uh, um, I can remember exactly when I became aware of Lave Radio, and I can remember the first time I listened to Lave Radio, and I can remember the first time I met Fozzer, and I can. So, I mean, it was when, when I first started 
when I first brought on as a community manager because he said about Mike, you only had Mike Brooks, right? Yeah. And then a couple of people came in and I can't, I can't for the life of me remember their, their names. I can, I can. Go on, go on. <laughs> so the guy, who was out before, to you. the guy who was before you. And let's yeah, be nice. Well, he had a name that wasn't his actual name. Yeah, yeah, he, yes. Which now is a weirdly like normal thing. But back then it was a bit odd, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I remember well, thinking. Yeah, it was it was a bit strange that he was being known to the community by this particular name and actually that wasn't his actual it was very strange. He, we couldn't couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um either way, uh that person anyway, so so it ended up got so got brought in and um and just as part of the research of being like, right let's have a look at this then let's look at what i've got myself into <laughs> and um i it was my first community management job as well um and thank you again all for making me who i am basically now my professional career um but like i i was like oh i don't what what is going on <laughs> i just listened to it the first time and as you said it was not this polished thing that you, you hear now and even like podcasting was fairly you know, it'd only been around for 10 years-ish, but like properly. And so it was fairly new. And as you said, like editing out all of the ums and ahs and stuff. And and it was it was quite, it was dense and heavy with information and speculation and talk about the original elite. And I listened to it for research. I listened to it because I was like, okay, I want to know who these the, the, these people are in this, in this core community and learn learn about it. And as you say, it was, it was, uh, it was very long form at the time as well. Um, but I, I listened and, and learned a lot about what, I was what well, I had ahead of me, and it was exciting. Um, and then, uh, if a little overwhelming, just to be completely honest, uh, I had no idea. No, I had no look. I'll be honest. I had no idea what I was doing. No idea what I was doing, and it was only thanks to the how amazing the community is um, that I uh, look. I, I can say I could say whatever I wanted now, couldn't I? Let's be honest. So you know, yeah, you can get um, away with it now. I can actually get away with it what now. But now it's, it's yeah. Well. Uh, it, 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 it's all, but it's all true. Like, uh, it, it, if it wasn't for the fact that the community is so engaged, the elite dangerous community, and this is the thing. Like, I, I had to ask for um, approval because I still work for I work for Bethesda. I work in community management for Bethesda now, um, uh, more in a lead position. So I take sort of a bit of more of a, of a back seat. But I also asked. I asked Arthur as well. It's very professional. It was nice to see you here. Actually, I was like, "Hello, please may I take part in this podcast?" Um, <laughs> Uh, and he was like, "Yeah, no problem. What you want about? Why are you why are you even asking, mate?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, anyway, uh, sorry, that's uh, a tangent." But yeah, if it wasn't for the fact that this community was so so uh, engaging I, I, and so helpful, uh, I still I still see this community as one of those communities. Anyway, to answer your question, I'll, I'll listen to it to 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 learn stuff there. And then I remember meeting Fozzer. Was it was it EGX Fozzer that we met yeah, for the first time? Yeah, it was time? down at the docks, wasn't it? Uh, and I was I was um, I was vibrating with nerves. And like it just it just in general in life, I think. <laughs> uh, and it was uh, yeah, and I was like, I just remember thinking, right, I've got to make an effort to, to get to know this person and 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 make sure that they, you know, because I knew how kind of I knew how engaged everybody in in as part of Live Radio was uh, was in terms of knowing and understanding the community. So I kind of wanted to make a good impression. Uh, yeah, that's my first. Oh well, thanks. That's nice. I remember thinking, what was I on about there? 
that's looking back but that's yeah um but no i'm glad uh and then yeah and then the many years followed of of, of staying in touch did that answer the question it kind of did it kind of what about you <laughs> what about you off when did you come aware of flavor radio <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm not gonna lie. I'm trying. I was furiously trying to Google what year this was. I remember coming across Lave. Um, it was just after the the Guardian um, sites were discovered, and I was doing everything at the time with Jen to try and decipher the. Uh, I'm not smart, basically. So I was trying to find smart people. Um, so I was googling everywhere, and it was Elite Dangerous way back when the Guardians first came about. And I think that's where I first came across Lave. Um, I was listening in to see what people were talking about the Guardians. Uh, they're much like Ed. I sort of really paid attention, obviously, when I, when I joined up um, with Frontier um, to have a look at what, what, where, where, where we were at, what we were doing, and all our communities. But it's a really weird time because obviously, when I joined, it was obviously the, the time everyone was locked indoors, really. Um, so there was a lot of online stuff going on. So I paid I a few shows back then. So it's really lovely to have um, you guys to listen to. And, and I, I, I know it's corny, but you really are like a very a lovely sort of snapshot of our community. It's, it's the passions there, and it's just like the varying different personalities, the fun, the creativity. It's just it's all in this show, and it's not just the people talking. Like we had, we were giggling when the adverts were on, and you were asking about the adverts. It's that sort of stuff that we we all enjoy. Um, so there's a lots there's lots of different memories. But my first memory is desperately trying to work out the Guardian stuff, and I came to you for help. I will be honest. Jesus. Didn't provide any help, but <laughs> First and last time that's ever happened. <laughs> well, I was desperately trying to work out um, the monolith and stuff like that. And I remember, I, I wish we'd find it. Jen still got it. We sat with this bit of A4, A4 paper and I had my tinfoil hat on. And I was trying to work this, all this stuff out. And I couldn't do it. I thought, you're a piece of smart people. Um, there was, it, was, it was fun, though. It was good fun. Uh, excellent. Um, or, or, they're, or they're smart adjacent. As in, you know, they know smart people. Uh, <laughs> depending on depending on who you're talking to. Yeah, no, I, I don't know, but I'm totally I'm totally with with Arthur on that one. It was it it, it is all it is it is daunting. You you're a, you're a you're a clever bunch, and like kind of guesting on the podcast and stuff like that was always a bit like, oof, got to be on my A game right now. So, um, but I, I mean it in a sort of in, in a nice way as a compliment. The more I'm listening to you two speak, the more I'm thinking you've never actually listened to Labour yeah, Radio, if, if that's your <laughs> thoughts. What should be you guys listening to? Seriously. I was confused with the loose screws. <laughs> oh, dear. People with brains. It's like, no, keep moving. No, no. People that know what they're talking about. No, keep moving. No. I did say I was looking for smart people. I didn't yeah, you didn't find found them. That's a very valid point. <laughs> it normally, it's been a case of, um, well, we don't know what's going on, but we'll hand over to Canon or we'll yeah. hand over to the <laughs> Something exciting is happening that needs sciencing. Where's LCU? Let's get him on the show. But <laughs> in, in seriousness, it's one of those you guys, and there are a few of you groups like you about. And you mentioned a few just then, um, but you are intrinsically part of its history, which is why it's so lovely to be on and see you still going uh, ten years on. Um, and, and that's 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 a huge achievement. Well, you know, there also there've been competitive rivals that we've basically outlasted. <laughs> You know, we beat them by, <laughs> by, by yeah, by by age. 
Um, <laughs> and that's anyway. just off the show host. General stubbornness as well. <laughs> just like sticking around, you know. They, they, they come in bright, enthusiastic and, and wonderful, and we just watch them degrade and just keep on going. <laughs> we, are, we are like the tortoise, aren't we? There's a hare that comes along every now and again, but we slowly just plod past them eventually. <laughs> Fusion fusion torches versus versus frame shift drives. That's us. <laughs> uh, I mean, Ed, is there any specific uh, <laughs> leave radio memory that sticks in the mind for you? Is there, is the one you where you which you think, oh god, no, <laughs> or oh god, yes? <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't really remember the. It was kind of the work that we did. With you and around LaveCon as well. Um, are we are we allowed to talk about LaveCon? Is this a, a still thing we we talk about? It came from Lave Radio, yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the, I think it has to be the LaveCon stuff. I mean, for me, those were incredibly special events, um, and just getting to meet everybody in person. That was what was special to me, but also the work as well. Was that? I mean, I think uh, I'm am I allowed to call out people in the Twitch chat as well? Yeah. calling them out but you know i can see Stephen usher as well lots of lovely familiar names hello to everybody uh uh it's, it's really nice to see everyone's still there um talk about oh, getting on, to Ed, you gotta get your catchphrase out <laughs> all, the, all the best ones are here all, all, the, all the best ones is that was that it did i get it right <laughs> i genuinely forgot what it was for a second and the uh, crowd goes wild uh, yeah 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 um um ed nolman's yeah that was i didn't because <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my all-time favorite memories it, it, one of the, my favorite things i've ever done in my life uh i'll, I'll be honest with you ed that is still whispered and spoken about with lovely tones at frontier towers i was the last person at lavecon packing up all those boxes yeah i was gonna say those um, boxes are still around i'm sure <laughs> are they yeah yeah no, sorry no, no, just, no, just no, abandoned no. them and left yeah. <laughs> as yeah. i see yeah and no, yeah. no, Norman's I, has left the building <laughs> i i got my own back though because I, I i teased you ed on oh, sure, many, many times, many, I many times. I don't, I don't know if you recall that CQC was originally coming out around April Fools, and right. I sent you an email saying that we had <laughs> insider information. Lave Radio had insider information on what CQC was going to be, oh, no. and you were you were terrified. What was I? What did I? Uh, well, you were just I took, you just. I took I took my job very seriously. Yeah. I, I I kind of I felt I felt really bad for doing it because I thought <laughs> I I've I'm trying to be jokey and I've I've basically I've wound him up and he's 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 now he's worrying what where they've got this information what this information is and I basically all I'd done is I'd got a gif I'd made a gif with some sidewinders and a football. <laughs> send you that. I don't remember this. I don't remember this. Yeah, he's going to send wow. you that later that afternoon, and basically, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. you know, let you stew for a little bit, and I was going to send it over to you. But I thought you were going to get the joke. But the email I got back, I looked at it and went, "I can, I can see the guy sweating at his laptop, yeah, yeah. worrying." I took it all very, I took it all very seriously. <laughs> I took it all very seriously, but that's because. 
you know, some, it was people. People took it very seriously, so I was just joining in, you know. Um, but yeah, that that was fun, Mister. Yeah, I I, I love that Noel Edmonds stuff. It was it was always that that particular Lavecon will always hold a place in my heart. Uh, all of those meeting people and doing all that kind of stuff always great. But I think like work, just working with you as well, did because yeah, it was Stephen Usher who said in the chat something about you getting to um, uh, announce stuff and like actually had some exclusives as well so like it, those sorts of opportunities were really fun as well to make sure so like so providing that kind of stuff but um and it was you know that's 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 kind of it really like i said earlier i wanted to kind of rem- my, my earliest memory of it was was it all it all feels it all kind of blurs into one at this point to be honest i bet what did you what did you what did you announce do i still have the wig I did for a long time, and then it's gone now. But I, I, I was going I was to say it's funny that my my one of my favourite memories of the community is nothing to do with elite. But we we tied it in. We were doing giveaways in the boxes and stuff. And if, if you remember, the banker was David Braben. Oh, <laughs> that, was, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So I could ask having these sort of conversations with David, where he, you know, pretending he was on the end of the line, and it was. Uh, yeah, maybe one day he'll. I'll, I'll revisit that sort of nonsense. It was fun. Good fun times. Oh, what about you, Arf? Has, has there been a moment which we've done which has stuck in your head? <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. There's the, the, obviously I was I was lucky enough to be on one of the episodes. I can't remember what it was, what it was called, um, but I know, I know it was it was it was really great to be on. I know <laughs> me and Shane got into it a little bit, but it was it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I enjoy enjoy coming on and discussing with the community about anything and just feeling at ease talking to you because it's not um it was it was how i hoped it would be as much of the difficult questions i was being asked i really enjoyed it because it felt like i was talking to people that had nothing but love for the game that wasn't lo- that wasn't long after a release was it that when when you came no, on with that it was, it was, and, i want to say yeah. it's 21 I want to say it's 2021, so yeah. I don't think it was that long after. Yeah, because I think that was around the time that I was pretty new to to Lave as well, and you were you were coming on, coming yeah. on around there, and it was yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good fun. It was it was good fun. It was good fun. It was and it was it was like it was the same. It was the, it was what I'd hoped it would be, which was there was it was serious. It was fun. It was challenging, but it was it was all done with the right spirit, which is what you guys have carried on for. You know, I, I can't obviously I can't say obviously every single episode because that would be an absolute lie. But every time I tune in, um, it's the same mentalities of and and passion in every show. No matter whether there's someone on, someone not on, whether I'm just listening, whether you, you don't know I'm listening or not. Um, and it was it was great to be on and know know that it hadn't changed because I was on, which is what I really appreciated. So it was great. That isn't to be, that doesn't mean give me a hard time now though. Like, no. Hang on, let me roll on my sleeves. Give me a moment. No, no, I really like, 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 like it. Wouldn't be a proper birthday party until someone starts to cry. That's all I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> Very true. Okay, Fosse, what I mean, what there's been so many, but is there one that really sticks out with you for for Live Radio? Oh, yeah. I mean, there are there are a few, and we've gone we've gone through at various anniversaries and stuff. So I'm trying to think of of, of new ones, but um, I mean, Ed made a really good point about the the first EGX. I mean, Ed was new, but I mean, we were quite new. Um, we even got ourselves our first you know, Live Radio merch. We we got our T-shirts printed. Uh, 
and Jarvis and Stabler. And Alan, were you there for that one? Yeah, I came in a little you, bit you, later. You came in late, yeah, because you actually had a really good story about one of your students, which I yeah. won't reveal. But um, yeah, and it, it was it, that the EGX, the first sort of reveals and stuff at, at EGX down at Docklands was was good for a few reasons. The first one was it was where they were showing off um the vr for the first time so elite dangerous in vr and again we 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 just had the bare bones i think at this point but it was sort of a showcase and you could do the first sort of dog dog fighting uh tutorials but in vr and for those people that have never experienced well first of all vr but elite dangerous works so well in vr and sitting down and doing you know your hot ass controls and and looking around and actually seeing the ship yeah, you know, almost as if you're in a sort of like a World War One you know, fighter plane and seeing the ship coming over the top of you and and trying to to battle and it's it's everything I always thought you know when you watch them in Star Wars when when Harrison Ford's looking around and I can't see him or Luke Skywalker's looking around it was exactly that sort of feeling um, and I never thought I'd get that with uh, with Elite and it just it just blew my mind so there was that. There was meeting Ed for the first time and those lot, and they they were so great to meet. Um, and Ed says he's new, but you know we were new as well at this, so you know we mm. were a little bit like a you know, a fish out of water. And then the the main one was uh, meeting David David Braben for the first time, and yeah, going all the way back to being a massive fan of Elite, David Braben, you know, was <laughs> front up my absolute hero. And there's always that thing about whether or not you should actually meet your heroes and yeah, he could not have been nicer. And you know, he gave us some time. He gave us an interview, and he was <laughs> he was just as passionate about elite as we were, which was great. He was just as passionate about frontier, which is where I spent a lot of my you know my sort of early teens playing. Um, and he was really open. Lots of stuff in that interview we had to cut out because there was lots of stuff about uh, frontier, and then obviously frontier first encounters. And he was still still a little bit sore. Um, but such a nice, nice guy and such a nice experience. And none of that I would have been able to have done had it not been for, you know, for this this podcast that we, we, we'd put together. So, you know, there's lots of other ones, but that one is uh, is the one that's coming to my mind at the moment. It was just it was just brilliant. Excellent. OK, well, we'll move on to Alan. I mean, you've the, the, and this is this is probably going to be a, a quite a big one. <laughs> your, your favorite Blave radio memory for the last 10 years? Or has he just run away from that? I think we might have just lost him, which is really ironic. He's just run away. Oh, Oh, dear. (laughs) Grant, what about you? I mean, you think it might just be that moment right there where Alan disappeared. (laughs) Just getting You could just hear him taking a deep breath for the monologue and then the internet struck. Well, that's perfect. Oh, well, hopefully he'll get back in. I mean, there's so many things that we've been privileged to be involved with throughout uh, all the time in labor. And I'm trying to stay away from things that we've talked about before in your favorite moments because it's one of those things that uh, we've been there from the beginning. We've witnessed so much and some of us have, uh, the, the part that I think has been amazing is witnessing people achieving their dreams um 
So you have the likes of Chris Jarvis starting as a sort of amateur in his uh, audio dramas and then it becoming the career, um, seeing the authors and being with them as they got their books out to, to the to, well, those that came out and then some of them progressing and, and doing more books or, or it sparks the direction in which they're going and being able to be part of their journeys and, 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 and talking to them before it happened, like especially with the likes of the playing the role-playing games uh, with Dave Hughes at first as well, and then uh, laterally with the Spider-Man games, and then witnessing their hardships, and then being there for when those hardships have gone and they've become something spectacular and just sharing the journeys I think has been one of the sort of highlights of my time with Lady being involved in sharing journeys having that small input at the start of things and then watching them explode into magnificence well, that's, that, that's excellent I mean I must admit that has been a a, a, a a theme that has run through. We've, I mean, over the 10 years, we've seen people just go from uh, strength to strength, uh, especially uh, seeing what's happened with the Spider-Man games, guys. That's, that's been absolutely fantastic. <laughs> uh, I do believe we've got Alan back now. <laughs> Sorry about that. It just went totally dead. Everything just suddenly flipped, and you know, and I lost Discord completely. I don't know what was going on there. So yeah, your timing was perfect because I was just asking you the, the question, and just woof, you disappeared. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly what happened at this end. So anyway, um, all right. So uh, live radio memory. Um, I mean, there's loads. You know. Uh, doing the theme tune, that was great fun. Um, doing some of the early adverts, doing some of the you know the the partnerships with Chris and int- introducing Escape Velocity, you know when when some of that was made. Helping with some of the other shows, um, you know, trying to put things together so people had had content and stuff. Seeing, I, I I'll say one, and he's he's gonna he's gonna smile at this, but frankly, when Foz started seeing him gradually learn how to do all the different things that we were doing, you know, was pretty awesome, you know, cause he, he, you know, there were a couple of times where he asked for stuff and I kind of went, you're asking me again, you know, uh, more things. But at the same time, he was never afraid to roll his sleeves up and kind of try and learn something to learn how to edit, to learn how to, you know, to put, put something else together, you know, and, 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 and whatnot. Um, the fact that, you know, John and I are incredibly close friends, you know, now, I mean, that's, that's been an incredible thing. Grant and I are close friends. Well, I mean, all of you are, you know, my friends, but the, you know, the thing is, is that the show is kind of, you know, has forged some, you know, some bonds that are, you know, are, are massive. And, um, I like to think that they, you know, they kind of transcend all the different things that, um, that we've been doing. So, yeah, I, you know such a positive experience and so glad that you know we did what we did and so glad that you guys have kept it going you know so that we can come back and and be sort of old farts for a uh, yeah, yeah. for an hour or two <laughs> yeah it's always nice to have um <laughs> the older generation on <laughs> even though we're suffering from imposter syndrome most of the time uh, I, I actually i think that our average age is probably older than the OG hosts' average age was, Colin. Well, yeah, back ten years ago, sure. No, but even yeah. now, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think Colin, Alec, and I are older than 
yourself, Fozzer and Fozzer, Chris and and Stabler. I try and bring the average down a little bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm here. Yeah, we are grateful for that psychic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, we were, we were obviously, we were all in our 30s when we started, and now we're all in our decrepitude. Not, not, not 30s anymore. Just, <laughs> yeah, let's do with that. All in our decrepitude <laughs> now that we're, you know, we're 10 years on. I, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, the, the, the game's tradition in terms of the, you know, the previous games and the original um, crowd that, that obviously that, that assisted with the Kickstarter was clearly the demographic was older. And, um, you know, we reflected that a little bit. Um, I don't. I think there are. I think there are negatives to that. I think there are strengths to that. Um, in that, you know, there's definitely a strength to reflecting the demographic. But at the same time, you know, it's always better to have uh, as many vo- voices as possible that come from lots of different perspectives. So, yeah, I mean, what I do now, you know, obviously is 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 very much, um, you know, in other areas of SF. You know, we we're very much into making sure that. There is as much representation as possible, and I recognise that, um, you know, we're still. This is a game that has that tradition of a specific, you know, specific um, uh, player base from, you know, from the nineteen eighties of, you know, people that had home computers at that that point in time. So, you know, it is what it is. People are people. Excellent. Um, well, we'll move on, Ben. Uh, what? has been you in 10 years there must have been a few there's there's been a few but i think i I was going back and thinking about it and i think my best live radio adjacent at least experience was egx 2014 when frontier had their cqc stand and i'd gone through and i'd done all my interviews for the day and then I was just basically looping around the Frontier stand on the Sunday or the Saturday, or the Saturday afternoon and Sunday. And I was like looping around, speaking to people in the queue, seeing Zach jumping up on the desks, throwing T-shirts at people, playing a game of CQC, looping back around, getting in the queue, talking to people and doing that for a good couple of hours at least. And that was just, that was amazing fun. Uh, I just got to meet and to talk to so many people playing CQC with eight people all in the all on a de- bank of desks was amazing and and of course that same weekend I also got to interview David Raven can I so, can I be really pedantic yeah <laughs> what year did you say that was was that 2014 or 2015 yeah, it wouldn't, have been, wouldn't have been wouldn't have been 2014 because um your 2014 best memory Ben was nearly getting you and I kicked out of the launch <laughs> well, CQC didn't come out. The CQC didn't come out in 2014. That's all. So, must have been EGX 2015, was it? Must have. It must. Maybe. Maybe. I'll have it written down somewhere. But yeah, but I mean, you know. But your yeah. point remains. What a lovely time. Yeah, I just thought. I just thought I would, I just thought would come along and be really annoying and pedantic. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Yeah. Someone's got to correct us. Yeah. I try, no I one cry every day. No one tunes into leave radio for actual facts. Well, <laughs> sorry, yeah. So, I just think, yeah, because just think about Zach standing on those tables. Yeah, I think because Zach didn't join straight away as well. He was a, he was no, he was after years you. in. Yeah, 2014 yeah. was. Yeah, 2014 would have been, as Fozzer said, the 
the table and people looping around you you may have played vr because that's that was like the the big draw of that year was people queue like people in a lot mm. queuing up for, for for like over an hour because we were offering vr like before anyone else had really done it and it was yeah you guys had yeah, it was really exciting i remember yeah, it was really exciting i remember it at the launch one of the funny things about it from the launch was um we were obviously we had our little table for lavecon and, and looking across to this circular um you know concourse with all the all the computers on it and seeing people with the vr headsets on one guy completely oblivious with his vr headset on you know he's he's in he's in you know he's in space he's in his spaceship and there's a man standing right in front of him and he's basically looking at the guy's crotch but of course he's not because he's in space because he's in his headset you know he doesn't yeah, but he's literally he's his 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 eyes are about three inches from this man's trousers uh which was hilarious it was just you know from where we were sat we were just like yeah yeah it, clearly it's incredibly immersive and people just have no idea where they are they're absolutely in space yeah it was, the, it was the, the, vr makes you look such a prat but uh, when you're in the headset you don't care no no absolutely yeah completely Oh man. Um okay, um Alec, now you've been you've only been with Lay Radio a little while, yep. but you are well known on the forums for being a, a collator of facts. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say very long time listener and sort of, you know, very short term host really. So so from a listener's perspective, I have listened to pretty much every episode of Lave Radio every week. Uh, it comes out, I download it, I stick it on my old iPod, and I, I listen to it while I commute. So I have about an hour commute, a bit of a walk, and then train and underground. And and Lave Radio, you know, Arthur sort of touched on this a little bit, has just been such a wonderful kind of warm, safe space every week. To You know, it's so familiar. You know, obviously, I've I've been lucky enough to meet a bunch of you now. Um, but for a long time, we, <laughs> you were just sort of virtual friends. But, um, you know, I, I adore this game. And so to be able to take that with me on an otherwise tedious commute every week. So that's my kind of big memory of Late Radio is just the, the, the long term. It's just always been there, this wonderful. So I just wanted to say thank you, actually. Um, I feel like as a new host, I can sort of turn around and do that. I just want to really thank you guys because it's, it's fabulous what you've done really oh. yeah really means a lot we're glad to have you along thank you specifically yeah. I, I do have a specific episode actually because i was thinking about the question you you guys will have to remind me there was an episode you did uh i think it was when Suvereen was a host as well and you played the entire episode as if everything you'd ever wanted from elite dangerous had happened and you <laughs> played it so straight it was unbelievable I, I don't think you broke character the entire episode it was it was such a good episode it was a black mirror episode wasn't it or something yeah it was fantastic i i've got something to admit to that one go on i i hated the idea so much i'd refused to do it oh it was all right yeah. it was good it was i was about yeah. to say how good an idea that was <laughs> yeah. episode 284 white night mirror 17th of october 2020 yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you guys like that one, but um, I know that uh, the certain 
a certain podcast um, over in the States has copied it because I fell for that when they tried it as well. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that was just a bizarre one. Um, psych it. I'm, I might get a little bit mushy. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, get, I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get a little bit emotional. It's not like me. I don't normally like show my emotions on the internet, bear my soul or anything like that. Um so when I um when I started Lave, I was in like started doing Lave Radio, I was very much in a position where I was incredibly unhappy with a lot of the elite dangerous community that i was aware of that existing i was part of a very very insular group who were like everyone else is shit we're the best people in the world and they were not (laughs) i should say um and during like the points of like getting to know Lave Radio and getting to know um everyone else, I was getting to know like this wider community of the, the bigger elite dangerous community. And um let like just stepping away from that sort of like toxic place and into the wider elite dangerous community has done absolute wonders for my mental health just in general and has been one of the most joyous experiences. Um, I owe so much to the Elite Dangerous community as it is. Um, Lave was, I had to, there were a lot of um, moving things that I had to do. I had to move a lot of things around to manage to be on the show. I remember Colin pestering me a couple of times to be like, yeah, do you want to be like on the show? Do you want to be on the thing? And um, eventually I messaged him and went, yeah, I'd quite like to. I've managed to shift everything around and be on the show. And um, legitimately the best decision I've ever made. I fucking love you guys. Um, oh, uh, don't, don't, not you, Ben. Back off. <laughs> but I think uh, it's it's very difficult to find a um, a pinpoint like a specific a specific moment. I mean, I found out I got Twitch Twitch partner while I was on the show. That's pretty high up there. Um, the the things. The opportunities that elite being involved with the elite dangerous community has given me have given me has been wonderful, absolutely wonderful, and I cannot thank you enough. Oh, oh well, thank you very much, Psychic. Um, uh, Imagine me being sincere, Colin. <laughs> In your I've- face. I am imagining you being sincere. It's uh, it's quite nice. Um, uh, just just on a side note, Arf, um, does Darren make you feel old as well? Because he's doing a very good job of it in the chat room. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. Do you know what? I'm not. Actually, I've got your the Discord up. I'm actually looking at the Twitch because I'm an amateur. But um, Darren <laughs> makes me feel old all the time, anyways, just with his youthful exuberance. Um, and yeah, I am. Well, I am old. So, yes, I'm old. It's okay. the light. Absolutely. We're all light. old. It makes me feel old. It's okay to be old. It's better than being dead. Easy now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell. <laughs> no, is, that, is that the end of the show, Colin? Well done. <laughs> you just killed that one completely. Years of professionalism, amazing. <laughs> I, I think I, th- I think you found the show title though. You know, Lave Radio, ten years better than being dead. 
<laughs> That's him. Thanks, yeah, Gary. pretty much. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, uh, oh, I guess it, it's my turn. Um, well, what can I say about live radio? Um, it's 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 one of these things that has taken over uh, your life when it it starts off. Uh, I mean, obviously, I've, I had my own thing, Top Shift, and I mean, that's gone away because Live Radio has taken quite a bit of uh, uh, free time away. Um, and, yeah, I don't know how I would have managed over the, some of the, the difficult times I've had over the last few years without you guys being there in the background. It's been a fantastic support network, the the. Uh, the, who would have thought that this game that I started playing when I was 13 has had such an effect on my life? And then it's, it's turned into this. It's been unbelievable. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'd just like to say thanks to everybody. I really appreciate both Ed and Arf making the effort to, to turn up. Um, obviously, the the old guard of Fozza, Psycho and Alan still willing to, to put in their 2P. Um, it, 2P? It's this is my real is hair. Is that 2P or 2P? Yeah, two, yeah, two, yeah, yeah. my real hair. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going bald. What's happened? <laughs> At least I'm not lurking for a merkin. And I, I love the fact that no matter that every single time I mispronounce something, every single time someone mentions an alpaca, oh, uh, every single time that I fluff one line, you lot are all <laughs> completely forgiving, which uh, is great. 100%, yeah, you're, you're more than welcome. I never pull you up on anything, Colin. It's fine. Of Any course time. you don't, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, one thing that we do have to uh, acknowledge is uh, we've had... A lot of guest presenters who have jumped in at the last minute. We've got to say special thanks to them, especially Mac Winston, who's who's jumped in probably with about thirty seconds to spare when someone's dropped out from being ill. So um, a salute to Mac uh, or Mark, as I used to call him. I think it took four episodes for me to actually start calling him Mac, and he still hasn't let me forget him. Fair, forget it, rather. Um, yes. So yeah, this this is this is Lave Radio, um, ten years old, uh, and I do believe we have an extra message from our wonderful Sally or from Frontier as well. Hello, you lovely, lovely lots. It's Sally Morgan Moore here, senior community manager uh, for Elite Dangerous and other titles, uh, Frontier Developments. Oh, um, look, you're having a birthday, and I can't quite believe I'm about to say this, but 10 years of Lave Radio? Is that right? Is that right? Is that right? How can that be true? It can't be true. It can't be true. It can't be true. It can't be true. I'm going to try and keep this as brief as possible, but it's really hard to do that because I have so many fond memories, feelings, thoughts on this entire occasion. Um, I just want to say a huge thank you for everything that you've done over the years and I wish you so many more where we all have fun together, we keep coasting this crazy space game that we all love so very much and you can tell that love and we're like one bit of family, big family, very big family. But um, yeah, I thank you. I don't even have one highlight. It's all a highlight. 
I should really start wrapping this up now. Uh, just rambling on. Have an amazing evening. I'm so sorry that I couldn't be there. Me and Arthur are doing some training thing because we need training in um, the studio. So, busy day. I'm just offloading to you now, aren't I? Anyway, no, listen. Happy birthday, everybody. So much love. Ten years. Here's to ten more. Why not? Let's aim high. Ten more. Um, Lots of love. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots. Uh, and welcome back. I mean, we've got to say thanks to Sally for, for doing that. It's very uh, important. I just want to say it's very important that I let everybody know that she was playing the piano. She especially told me that that definitely was her. No joke of a lie. She's definitely playing the piano. Oh, we know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think after you'll have to say this, that she... Uh, Wednesday Adams got to start be a bit worried about her position, to be honest. <laughs> I, I, I feel cherished in that slightly, slightly, you know, wonderful, nurturing and little bit disturbed way, which I think is probably <laughs> the intention. So thank you, Sally. That's That was lovely. Well, I'm going to bring this love fest to an end, I'm afraid. It, all, all good things have to come to an end, and, and I'm afraid this is it. So we're going to have to do our our usual shout-outs to everybody. Um, feel free, you of course. You're back to death again. Is, that, is, it, is, is it all over? I mean, I signed up to come in and say something and be here. Well, I didn't realise that my termination was going to be at the end. <laughs> I think I think we could we just say I think there's there are quite a lot of things coming up and I think actually 2023 is going to be really exciting and you know it'd be wonderful to see some of the exciting stuff that's going on with Elite and we'll still be around you know we're still we're still watching Foz is still playing Grant is still playing you know I I still occasionally kind of boot the game up and look at it um but at the same time there is you know there are so many things that all the people who've come through the station of you know have kind of been creative had a spark kind of done stuff they're going off and doing all sorts of things you know there's all sorts of things going on with um with all of us and it'll be really interesting to see you know when those things come out how they you know how they kind of kind of go i know grant's got some great news in terms of uh, of stuff that's going on over this year as well so you know it, more power to everybody in terms of all their their different creative projects and hopefully lave radio has been a a real starting point and a catalyst for, you know, to making those things happen. See you in 10 years' time, eh? For the 20-year <laughs> reunion? <laughs> uh, oh, God. Well, my, more my, years. My, more my, years. My cat Winifred will be here, I'm sure. She was here 10 years ago, and she's still knocking around now. So, you know. So I think, I think this well for Scottish done. members. <laughs> yes, I might say our life expectancy for Scottish members. Well, I don't know whether we'll manage it that long. <laughs> oh dear! Uh, we're back to death again. Years. See what you've done, Psycho. <laughs> you started it. You started it. No, you started it. <laughs> you hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Right, well, our shout-outs. Um, of course, there's the usual uh, shout-out to the Dex Island team. Uh, if they're, they're working on Season 2, if you want to find out about the Dex Legacy, go to thedexlegacy.com. Uh, they've got bonus materials, merch, uh, and they're working on Season 2, so 
uh, off you go there. Um, our sister station, Hutton Orbital or Radio, it broadcasts on a Thursday at 8.30. Tune in at twitch.tv Hutton Orbital Truckers. Or if you just want the audio, go to radio.forthemug.com. For the discerning commander that likes a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at Discord Me slash Elite Dangerous CQC. Uh, we'll also give shout-outs to the following Elite Dangerous podcasts that are still out there, so you can catch up with Flight Assist uh, for all their old episodes. There's, of course, the Guard Frequency, who do other episodes as well. And yes, we still have done more episodes than you. Yeah. Uh, and of course, there's the Hillbilly Redneck Radio of Loose Screws, uh, who also get involved with the... Uh, uh, they're, they're involved in the, the Thargoid War in quite a good, well, uh, good way, and they're also a great fan of cheese. And we'd like to thank all those who've chipped in on the Twitch chat and the in-game commanders this week have been quite a few, according to Chris Mark IV. Um, we've got uh, Siberius, Ethel Surreal, William Solo, uh, Helm, Helmut Krockenberger, Electro Ace, Andy Sharp 42, Hank Strapper, Boobtron, Shizu, Rich1984, Rich, and Miggles. Of course we've got Miggles. Um, I'm wondering whether or not Fathers has actually managed to print out the show notes by now, but um, there we go. We will also have to say special thanks to Commander Tokuso, JN Trax, and of course our esteemed Alan Stroud, who have all created music which we use on this show. So, uh, that is it for another episode of Lave Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email info at laveradio.com, hit us up at facebook.com slash laveradio, tweet us at Lave Radio on Twitter, tweet us Lave Radio at Spacey Space on Mastodon, uh, or you could join our Discord server by going to discord.io slash laveradio. We also have a TeamSpeak server where commanders like to hang out and chat, and you can find that at teamspeak.laveradio.com. Please be aware we share this with Hutton and Orbital Truckers, so uh, you have been warned. Uh, do get in touch if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. So, Lave Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30 and streamed out at laveradio.com. So, special thanks go to the legendary Edward C. Lewis. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Um, it's, uh, it sounds a bit cheesy, but it's not about kind of what's been, but it's about where where you're going. It's about what you do now, right? So I'm I'm excited to see what. It's amazing that the elite community is still doing incredible stuff, and that that live radio is still going. So I'm excited to see where you guys go moving from here. So uh, thanks for having me. Thanks, and thanks to Arf for taking the time out. More than welcome. Thanks for having me on. A couple of special thanks. Uh, I do want to thank all of you for being so wonderful and for doing this for such a long time and being as passionate as you always are. Thank you to Ed uh, for being part of uh, the team that created or for help foster some of this wonderful community. Uh, big shoes to fill, Ed. I hope I am doing the best I can. Oh, mate, honestly, um, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't need to say anything. You are, of course you are. Um, and then big shout out to uh, Commander Neil Turner on who is flying around in a chieftain, wonderfully named Vaseline Kraken, <laughs> which I'm seeing. On the thank you so much for doing that. I, I have noted it. Uh, thank you. But honestly, thank you all. You're all lovely, lovely people. Keep doing what you do. We couldn't do it without you. Excellent. Uh, okay. Well, we'll say thanks also to Fozza, of course. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. <laughs> uh, and Psycho Cal? Yeah, what have we started? <laughs>
<laughs> oh, I miss you, Cal. <laughs> yeah, but you can reload. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's the difficult thing to miss me, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'll say thanks to Alan. Thanks, folks. No, I wasn't going to say anything else. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> uh, thanks to Alec. <laughs> thanks, Colin, and good night, one and all. Can I have my chair back now? No, you can stay uh, on my lap. Oh. Just stop swinging so much. <laughs> good night, Colin. <laughs> and finally, good night, Psychic. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's been... This has been a lot less of a clusterfuck than I was expecting it to be, so well done all! <laughs> Yeah, okay. We'll put that. That's the show title, isn't it? <laughs> Not as much of a clusterfuck as we thought. Oh. Right, so until next time, Commanders, fly safe. Oh, hang on. We have to thank our today's tech specialist, the lovely Commander Ventura. I almost forgot, because I did that last time. Yeah, again. Uh, again. Thanks very much. Oh, and uh, I've just finished printing out my... Uh... Nice. <laughs> a dot matrix as well. You you jest. That's what Foz has got. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous.
Slave Radio. Hey, 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 With second technician, Forrester 2. It's come. It's a podcast that's based on a game. Not to listen would be such a shame. It makes other stations sound very lame. That's Slave Radio. Ooh, swing your pants. No, no, Simon, we're not them. We're pink custard. We cut the mustard. We're never flustered. We, we can't can be, be trusted. Lave Radio, this song's for you. For the Orange Sidewinder crew. Elite Dangerous is what you do. And then you talk a lot about it too. Lave Radio, ready to play Dio. Search for their website and off you go. Lave Radio, nothing to pay Dio. Sci-fi gamer, DJ fans, this is your show. Oh, it's a niche audience then. This is Radio Online called Lave. With DJs Chris, is Alan, John, but not Dave. Forever surfing internet airwaves. That's Lave Radio. It's a podcast that's based on a game. Not to listen would be such a shame. It makes other stations sound very lame. That's Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Yeah, Lave Radio. It's not Love Radio. Well, I well, know we all love Lave Radio. No, but it's not Live Radio. Oh, well, it, it, I don't know whether it's live or... or li- Lave. L- live. Lave, Lave, Lave Radio Live, and we love it. New from Azimuth Biotech. It's Tickle Me Thargoid. Tickle Me Thargoid is fun for all the family. Teach your little anti-Xeno commander the difference between an Orthrus and a Cyclops, a Basilisk and a Medusa. Count my hearts. One, two, three, four. It's a Cyclops. All Tickle Me Thargoids spray realistic caustic clouds. Not near the curtains. <laughs> I love you, Tickle Me Thargoid. Tickle Me Thargoid, available now from branches of Lave Toy Depot and other retailers. 